Welcome to the Adelphoi podcast. Adelphoi is a music production company, and we do music and sound design for branding and commercials worldwide. This podcast series is an offshoot of the work that I do there, but this is the place I get to be a bit more thoughtful and not necessarily toe the party line. I'm Jamie Masters, and I'm speaking to you in the spring of 2022. This episode is part two of a pair, about one of the best-known brand audio identities of recent times, the LACME theme as used by British Airways since 1984. You know, this thing. And that's a soprano duet from the opera Lacme by the 19th century French composer Léo Delibes. So I'm just going to continue to refer to that little piece of music as Lacme for short. So part one was about how British Airways found its theme and why they were such a good match. And now in part two, I'm looking at how and why Lacme eventually fell out of favour. So it was dropped from BA's advertising about 10 years ago. Oh, right, you're back. Oh, yes. Hello. Um, yeah, anyway, the question is, was that a mistake? Oh, you really have to ask. Oh, Should on. they have kept it going? Yes. I mean, could they bring it back now? Yes. Or had LACME in fact outlived its usefulness? Oh, and on. is BA better off now without it? No. I have to say, I'm not quite as sure as my friends here are about the answers to those questions. Susie's already made up her mind. She's very pro-LACME. And actually, she started this pressure group called Bring LACME Back. I think they call it Blab for short. I mean, they get up to all sorts of things. You know, marches. Yeah? What? Hiya. Um, have you got a moment? I, I'd like, well, not, really I'm like in you the... to sign this petition well, to save LACME. Yeah, yeah, I was just talking about that. Um, really I'm, I'm, not, I'm not... I'm I'm not, not I'm quite sure I'm ready to do that. I've already got 49,000 signatures. I just need it's to, very impressive. to be able to go to 50,000. Okay, okay, okay. Because it's actually a really important subject. Right, I just, yeah, I'm so sorry, close. I'm sorry, I'm, no, I'm, a I'm sure. There's swell of support uh, yeah. for this, this motion. I know, but I just haven't quite made up my mind yet. Um, can you just give me another, I don't know, just 40 minutes or something, okay? 40 minutes? Are you absolutely sure? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll come back in 40 minutes. Thanks ever so much. Take okay. care. See you later. Cheers. Okay, bye. So you can see, I'm, I'm under some pressure here to come up with the right answer. I guess I've got till the end of the podcast to figure out where I stand. Uh, so, we pick up the thread five years after LACME's debut. It's the end of the 80s, and BA and LACME have been together now long enough that people are beginning to think of them as an item. Now, it's true that the brand had occasional flings with other pieces of classical music, even quite a lengthy affair with another little piece of opera, Italian this time. So they obviously saw LACME as the centre of a potentially much broader audio identity, which was classical music. Or at least the kind of classical music that was elegant and restrained and sophisticated. 
but Lakme itself clearly held a special place in their affections, and that was the one they kept coming back to. What often happens with a brand theme that's been around for a while is that advertisers like to develop it, evolve it, make variations of it. One favourite trick is to put the theme in different styles to suit different ads. So, for instance, before Lakme, British Airways used to have a sung jingle that went like this. There's all the fun of getting there, all the people and places. British Airways can take you to That ran for nearly six years, but by the end of its time they were putting it out in all sorts of variations. There's this Chinese version, which is based a bit more on the verse... And this Parisian-flavoured thing, with accordions, of course. (laughs) And then this very grand one for the royal wedding in 1982. And all those are kind of musical puns. And that sort of game of putting the theme into other recognised music genres was all the rage in the 1980s. It was standard practice. And for airlines, the idea that you could put your theme into the style of the countries you were flying to seems to have been irresistible. They all did it. But Lakme. Lakme was different. The style seemed to be so much part of its unique charm. So B.A. held off putting it through the ringer. And of course, when they wanted variety, they could go to other classical tracks. And in a way, why not leave it as it was? There are good reasons for a brand to stick to its guns and keep things exactly the same. It's the fundamental law of audio branding that literal repetition is a good thing. It's the basic mechanism that builds brand coherence and familiarity and favour and recall. But the other side of the coin is that time doesn't stand still. And after, say, five or more years of earning that familiarity by using basically the same music, sticking to your guns might begin to feel like resting on your laurels, getting stuck in the past. And for an airline, that's not really a place you want to be. So there's a natural pressure to keep moving on and changing things. It's often said that people who are involved with the brand are likely to massively overestimate how much anyone else even notices the branding. I mean, most of the general public will take years just to get that you have a brand theme, let alone wonder why you haven't changed it. So the urge to make changes and variations and rearrangements is usually premature. It's a kind of impatience. And it can actually be counterproductive, 
like if you changed it so often that no one ever got familiar with the brand theme at all. Here's marketing pundit Mark Ritson making pretty much that point. Um, actually, Eddie, can you do this? And the reason brands don't look like themselves often is because of brand managers who overcomplicate, overcreate, and essentially grow tired and bored with the brand's presentation and do the exact wrong thing and evolve it too much, making it essentially less recognisable and less salient. And this is a remarkably common thing. Thanks, Ed. That was Eddie being Mark Ritson for me, making the general case that where branding assets are concerned, we do need to resist the impulse to keep innovating and developing, because it's not helping anything. It's undercutting the whole idea of having a brand asset. But it doesn't follow that there's never any argument to be made for change. And British Airways is a really interesting case because their brand theme did become very widely known and was generally liked. And that makes it a much purer dilemma. Now that everyone knew it, was it better to keep LACME exactly as it was, change LACME, or maybe even drop LACME and move on to something else? Oh, sorry about this. I think... I think Susie's left a phone behind. Um, ah, right, it's Myrtle. Hmm. Hi. Hi, Myrtle. No, it's Jamie. Um, no, Susie, Susie's off somewhere. I don't I don't know if I'm coming on the march. I'm still kind of working it out. Um, yeah, I love LACME too, but it, it's it's just, it's not just about that. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I've got to go. Got, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pass it on. Um, bye, bye. Yeah, hmm. Okay, we're all right. Anyway, what did happen was that finally, in 1989, they yielded to the urge to change LACME in a rather famous commercial that's generally known as The Face. If you don't know it, just type BA Face Commercial into the YouTube search box and it pops right up. And just to remind you how it goes, it's the one where all these people are journeying to some remote destination in odd little groups. And when they get there, there's hundreds of them, and they form into what turns out to be the image of a huge face, visible from above. It's a big deal. It's a real visual humdinger, and it's widely regarded as the best airline ad of all time. I'm not sure I even disagree. British Airways in 1989 was riding high on the success of privatisation two years earlier, and this ad is brimming with confidence and ambition and sort of magnanimity. It's positioning Britain and the national airline as a beneficent global leader, bringing all nations together in harmony. The ad tells you absolutely nothing about flying. It just shows the peoples of the world joining together under the benevolent aegis of the Union Jack. And for the score, well, BA was still very keen on LACME, but the agency wanted to try something a bit different. So they commissioned Malcolm McLaren to do a modern rearrangement, which he worked on with the Greek composer Yanni.
was a perfect fit. Big, modern production, you know, well, modern for the time, lots of prestige, a bit of pretentiousness, but it was emphatically not classical. It was a kind of appropriation of high culture by popular culture. It was progressive and enlightened and inclusive. It had energy and drive and and also a strong flavour of what you might call world music in those weird, unintelligible vocals. And all that plugged into the ad's ethos of enlightened globalism. All in all, the campaign was quite a coup. It ran for about 10 years and effectively locked LACME in as BA's principal brand theme for the whole of the 1990s. Now, as a rework of the original theme, it had several things going for it. First, despite the complete change of style, it was still easy enough to recognise it as LACME. But the other main thing was it was bold and confident and had something to say about the brand. So, a big success. And if you needed proof that reworking and updating a theme can be effective, there it is. But it seems to me there's a world of difference between that very bold, purposeful reboot of LACME as a modern anthem and the kind of musical punning that is the usual fate for brand themes. I mean, the kind of thing they did with that we'll take more care of you jingle. And the difference is what it says about the brand. You've got to ask, what's the new arrangement for? And if it's just a musical pun, like, you know, let's fly British Airways to Paris. Well, then the answer is, it's not for very much at all. I should say, I just mocked that one up myself. It's still a nice tune, but you've given up a lot of character just to go and replace it with some tired old clichés and national stereotypes, things that have nothing to do with the brand at all. To me, that just seems a bit lame for a brand theme. It's like it lets the air out of the tyres. But in the face commercial, the Malcolm McLaren arrangement, you've got a different sort of case where the rearrangement actually helped to redefine the brand and change perceptions. It certainly changed mine at the time. So that was nice. I suspect it was also quite lucky because it was a trick BA never quite managed to pull off again. I think to begin with they had the ambition and some of those new arrangements that appeared in the early 1990s do seem to have been intended to say something about the brand rather than be clever for its own sake. For instance, in 1992, there was this rather odd mashup of LACME with something kind of African styled. And okay, I guess African chanting is also a stereotype. It's shorthand for far flung parts of the globe but it's at the service of a message. Once again, a message about bringing the world together. And this was the period of BA's history when they were really beginning to buy into the idea of being a global leader, a kind of multicultural hub. Then there were a couple of classical waltzy versions. (laughs) 
which probably didn't add much to what was already there in Lakme, but also didn't take much out, apart from the vocals. And this one from 1994. In the airport. That's William Shatner. In the lounge. And yeah, there are some musical messages there about ease and poise and gentleness. And this one opens up a little vein of humour too. New Club Europe. To be honest, I think already by this point the theme is tipping over into pastiche and parody. But between those ads and reruns of the face commercial and a couple of major reappearances of the original soprano duet... The Lacme theme continued quite happily till the end of the 1990s, just getting stronger and more indelibly associated with BA. And then came... Yeah? What? Are you coming with us to this Lacme march? uh, I'm I'm busy. We're kind of waiting for you. Yeah, look, okay. So I I, I still haven't quite made up my mind. My shoes are on. Mum's by the door. Just going to have to wait. Dad, I'm sorry. You're always on the fence about everything. Oh, I, I don't. I don't think that's really fair. You could just, for once, pick a side. Uh, that would be brilliant. I just haven't quite. Just... You know what? I actually don't have time for this. Oh, bye. Oh, bye. Sorry about that. Um. Anyway. Um. And then came Project Utopia. Now, Project Utopia was a visual rebrand for the aircraft livery but it was BA's most ambitious expression yet of the global Britain concept of of being an airline for the world. So they commissioned world artists to create abstract artworks that represented their own countries. And 35 of these were shared out across the whole fleet to replace the existing British Airways livery, so painted onto the tail fins of the aircraft instead of the existing design which was based on the British flag. So, yeah, a bold, outside-the-box kind of concept. Very colourful, very enlightened, sort of progressive and multicultural. But the reaction when the new look was launched in 1997 was uniformly hostile. Not just negative, but caustic. Where was the Union Jack? Where was the British in British Airways? What, were they ashamed of being British? Margaret Thatcher famously stuck her oar in at the Tory party conference that year. And whatever view you take of the politics, Project Utopia was, in branding terms, a miscalculation. Granted, every plane still had the British Airways name painted on the side, and no one had any problem with the new logo which appeared alongside it, which was done in the flag colours. But for an airline, any airline, the tail fin design is probably the most important brand emblem. That's the thing people remember, and British Airways had just got rid of theirs. Now there were 35 of them, with absolutely nothing in common between them. Well, BA management fought to see the project through, but after two years, in 1999, under intense pressure from all sides, it was cancelled. 
BA fished out the single tail fin design that had featured a Union Jack, and that's what they use on their planes today. It's quite pretty, actually. Almost makes the whole thing worth it. So all that amounted to quite a punch in the nose, and one immediate consequence was that the brand now found itself having to reassert its identity as a British company. As the millennium turned, LACME had to take a back seat, while BA tried to work out what kind of British they actually were, and whether after all this might not be the time for a complete brand rethink, a new start for a new age. So we'll see how that worked out in the second half. Right now, it's time for a break. There's only so much that a person can take We're having this break for your sanity's sake Let your mind wander a moment We'll be back in a bit That feels good, doesn't it? Now I'm sure that you're raring to go to the end And it's time to get on with the show idea what that was? Mm-mm. Okay, no clue. No? No. I liked it, but... Yeah, okay. So that's that's LACME. Bah. Bah, ba-da-da. Bah, ba-da-da. You know what's mad? Is that I've got, like, insider information, and I literally had no idea, even though I've already heard LACME a thousand times, and probably could have guessed that you would that. So, where were we? Well, by the end of the 20th century, LACME had never been more popular, more well-known, and more indelibly associated with British Airways. But the collapse of Project Utopia had stopped the brand in its tracks, and now, with the new millennium beckoning, it seemed they had a new set of priorities. To assert their Britishness, whatever that actually meant, and to look like they were an airline for the future. And old, familiar, French LACME wasn't necessarily going to be much help with either. 1999 saw their first crack at the British thing in a tongue-in-cheek ad fronted by American writer P.J. O'Rourke as a Johnny foreigner who gets to poke gentle fun at us. You guys kill me. For your national drink, you take a delicious oriental infusion and dump cow juice into it. You get more rain in a year than Borneo. Yet the minute it stops, they hit you with a hosepipe ban. It's full of little jokes like that. But in the end, he's urging us to take more pride in our national airline. But you must be doing something right. Because 17 million of us, Johnny Foreigners, would rather fly your airline than any of our own. I guess you should be proud of that. But that wouldn't be very British, would it? But you know, the ad has a pretty outdated view of Britain. 
quite 1950s in a way, all teacups and cricket and village fates. And it's very white as well. And the music choice, well, you probably recognised it. It's Jupiter by Holst. A standard patriotic anthem. A very lovely piece, but again, quite backward-looking as an emblem of Britishness. No more to do with modern Britain than top hats and stiff upper lips. I think even in 1999 you couldn't really use that with a totally straight face. So it's all part of the self-deprecating irony of the message. But irony is rather soggy ground to build a new British identity on, if that's what you're trying to do. By 2000, they'd obviously given the matter some thought, and in January of that year, they unveiled their big showpiece campaign, 21st Century Air Travel. No script, just a procession of British people from the past century standard types and particular iconic figures, walking through an airport as if to say, so this is Britain, this is where we come from, where do we go now? The music was a classic pop track by British band Thunderclap Newman and the lyrics seemed to speak about a revolutionary change on the way. thing read like a serious attempt to find a new direction for the brand, something modern, progressive and diverse. A fresh start for a new century. British Airways, 21st century air travel. As things turned out, the fresh start was going to have to wait. The 21st century became a bit of a rocky ride. In 2001, the terrorist attack on the Twin Towers and the fear of further attacks and the laborious new security measures that were introduced as a consequence put a lot of people off the idea of flying at all and passenger numbers took a dive worldwide. At the same time, BA was having to fight a rearguard action against its competitors on two fronts. Against long-term rivals, Virgin Atlantic, on long-haul routes, especially to the US, and against the growing power of the low-cost airlines like Ryanair and EasyJet, who were biting huge chunks out of BA's market share on European routes. So, not an easy time for British Airways, or for anyone really. And the brand seems to have felt, on balance, that now wasn't the time to be abandoning LACME which was still at the peak of its fame, still among the most successful and recognised and, dare I say it, loved brand themes in the world. Whatever the thinking, LACME did resume its position as BA's principal theme, and in particular, it began to be heard as a piano piece, a short version of the tune which they used as an end tag so attached to some other piece of music that might set up a completely different mood, maybe something intriguing, like this. And then towards the end, the LACME theme would emerge as a, as a familiar, reassuring brand presence. Good morning. And that's a well-worn strategy. Lots of brands have gone for it. And actually, I think it worked pretty well. We believe the best service 
anticipates your needs. Business class is different. It was clear, it was consistent, and it kept at least some of the emotional quality of the original theme. So that was one solution to keeping LACME going in the 21st century. But of course, there was still the overhanging question of whether it was worth doing. Whether, after all, that fresh start might not still be possible. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, that, that's my phone this time. Um, I think I think I better take this. Oh, hi, Bob. Um, oh, you're already at the pro-LACME march. Oh. Yeah, I can hear quite a lot of commotion. Um, look, I, I can't, I can't, I'm, I just don't know yet. I just don't know yet. Just give me another, I'll, I'll have to meet you at Parliament Square or something, okay? Right, okay, see you then, bye. Yeah, it seems to be really hotting up now. Anyway, well, what happened next in 2006 was that British Airways broke off its long-term relationship with Saatchi and Saatchi and handed over their advertising account to a new broom, Bartle, Bogle and Hegarty, BBH. And BBH made it pretty clear where they stood on the LACME question. Their debut campaign led off with a cover of a John Denver song. To say we believe your holiday should start before you arrive. You're our guest. You should expect to check in online. Choose where to sit. Can you hear that? It's leaving on a jet plane. I think keyword searches were a big thing at the time. Anyway, they kept that campaign going for about a year, with various cut-downs and alternative versions. And then, in 2007, LACME was back. Now, I'm not sure what was behind that decision, but it does feel a bit like 2001 all over again. You know, a big gesture of breaking free and then undoing it all a year later. And that sort of thing just doesn't happen with a brand that is confident in and committed to their audio identity. It's a symptom of a malaise. I mean, to be fair, I, I think it's pretty clear that BBH's attitude to LACME was something less than enthusiastic. And I don't doubt that they were champing at the bit to do their own thing. And I suppose, from BBH's point of view, why bother with an old brand theme that had Saatchi's fingerprints all over it? But I think more to the point, certainly around that time, creative agencies tended to take a rather dim view of audio branding. Even now, they sometimes see it as an obstruction. It cramps their style, limits their creative scope. And because it's basically about repeating the same old, same old, it's hard to get excited about it when your job is to be cool, imaginative and groundbreaking. So BBH, probably quite keen to get rid of LACME. But British Airways itself seems to have been well, in two minds, there must have been some powerful support for LACME, otherwise why persist with the theme at all? But I also think opinion had been shifting in BA's management too. I don't doubt that, in private, many of them were heartily sick of LACME, even as they recognised its strategic value. But by now, even LACME's supporters must have been wondering how much value they were really getting out of it. 
Maybe it was time for that fresh start. Be that as it may, brand policy did not change, and BBH was stuck with LACME for the foreseeable future. So in 2007, they put out a little series of ads for club class that used a sweet orchestral LACME as an end tag. Relax. In the comfort of our brand new Z position. New Club World from British Airways. And that's very much by the book. It's completely recognisable and has most of the character of the original theme. And if that's not modern enough, they had a crack at updating LACME a few months later with a light acoustic pop track that starts like this. Raise the stars near or far There's a diamond in the sky and ends like this. Wouldn't it be great? Again, fair enough. But by 2009, their thinking had moved on, and now they started doing that thing I was moaning about in the first half. Musical puns. Putting the theme into the style of the places the airline flew to. Here's an Indian-themed one. Now is the time to be here. To make contacts, do deals, or just get inspired. Right now, somewhere in the world, is a great business opportunity. This is African, the plains of the Serengeti. Now, somewhere in the world, is an opportunity to experience something remarkable. And to take you there... No one flies to more destinations. Here's one in a Chinese sort of style. This year's Canton Fair opens on the 15th of October for three weeks. And we'll see two... Swanky guitar band rock for the US. And if you think you've seen Vegas, you haven't seen anything till the cowboys are in town. The world is full of amazing opportunities. And, now... and all that did musically was turn each ad into a game of Where's Wally? You know, where's Lakme? What have they done with her this time? Here we go. We're in the Caribbean now. Don't let it pass you by. There are thousands of great deals on flights and holidays in the January sale from British Airways. Book now. And it's the sort of game that I guess sounds fun, maybe even clever on paper. But it has nothing to do with what a brand theme is for. And here's why. First... The theme is now just a sequence of notes and has none of its original personality. In fact, it keeps changing its personality, so it has no personality at all. Second, it makes no difference to the ad whether LACME is there or not. It could have been any other piece of music that fit the scenario. And third, most of the audience just won't hear that it is LACME. To hear it, you have to look for it. And to look for it, you have to care. And I don't think you can rely on the general public for that. You put those together and you've got the same sort of problem as having 35 different tail fin designs instead of a single, consistent brand emblem that everyone can identify. I think the low point for me was this football-themed one. On October 25th, Buenos Aires will be split in two. 
El Super Clasico pits River Plate against Boca Juniors in a derby that electrifies the city. Somewhere in the world is an opportunity to experience something remarkable. And to take you there, no one flies to more destinations direct from the UK than British Airways. Discover more at BA.com. I mean, if 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 all you're doing is using the pitches of the tune as musical fodder to show off how clever you are, then the theme has lost its point. And honestly, it's not even that clever. It's just shoehorning. You can do it with almost anything. Um, here's the theme tune from my podcast. This year, why not fly British Airways to a Delphoi music? I don't know if BBH realised that they were effectively cutting the brand theme off at the knees with a strategy like that, but I do think they were quite keen to give Lacme the old heave-ho and have a clean slate to work with. And by this time, British Airways were becoming more inclined to let them get on with it. The coup de grace came in 2011, when BBH went all out with a big showpiece TV ad which celebrated the airline's evolution from its earliest forerunners. Those first young men, the pioneers, the aviators, building super highways in an unknown sky through decades of tenacity, spirit, technological advance and changing brand names to the British Airways that we know today. The airline's motto, to fly, to serve, which is on their coat of arms, was made into the ad's climactic statement in a kind of ecstasy of brand redefinition. The same four words stitched into every uniform of every captain who takes their command. fly, to serve. And the music. The music was a specially written piece by a British composer, Helen Jane Long. This at last was the fresh start that had eluded them in 2000 and that BBH had tried to make happen when they took over from Saatchi. Lacme was finally out and wasn't heard again on British Airways advertising for the rest of the decade. And how did that work out for them? Not well enough for anyone to say, wow, they really made the right choice there. Getting shot of Lacme doesn't seem to have set them free to pursue any new way of being distinctive as a brand. Occasionally, over the next ten years, they lifted a finger to embrace Britishness by choosing music from British artists. They weren't crass about it, it's not like it was land of hope and glory or anything. But it's not anything that you would really identify as a brand character. The music was usually quite generic, and in any case they broke the pattern with a load of other non-British tracks too. The most you could say was that they went in for a, a contemporary ad sound, a typical assortment of pop tracks and emotional underscores, which effectively made BA sound like every other brand. Maybe it's unfair to expect any more, given how turbulent the last decade has been for the aviation industry, and also given that BA changed agencies again in 2017, so one wouldn't look for much consistency. But, you know, it makes you wonder. Was it 
the right thing to do? Could they, and should they, have kept Lakme going? And the simple answer is... Hey guys, I think he's going to ask the question. In a nutshell, when when push comes to shove, uh, just cutting to the chase... Yeah? Uh... Yeah? Yeah? Okay, there's no simple answer. All I can say is, I certainly see the dilemma. Look, I really like Lakme, and I don't think I'm alone in that. I mean, obviously I'm surrounded by Lakme fanatics right now. But every consumer test British Airways ever did must have told them that Lakme was a uniquely valuable asset for them kind of thing other brands could only dream of. Lacme was that little touch of magic that made the brand special, different. Take that away, and what was the brand really left with, apart from the Union Jack and a lot of good intentions? On the other hand, Lacme had just been there for so long. That original version for Soprano Duet had begun to sound like a legacy piece, a a nostalgic throwback to the brand's glory days, and that made it a poor fit for the kinds of new narratives the brand was trying to construct about itself. Narratives about power and progress, about technology and British pride, and fitting into the modern world. That was where BA felt it needed to be, and that's the direction they took after 2011. So to answer the question, if anyone had stood up and said, you know what, this asset is too valuable just to throw away like this, I'm sure there would have been a way to keep using it in their advertising. I think if it had been reworked and updated, something powerful and inspiring and they had resolved to stick with it rather than keep varying it, then it might have paid off. But I don't think the will was there, and I don't think it's there now. The silver lining, if you do think that losing Lacme was a heavy price to pay, is that Lacme hasn't really gone away. Outside of advertising, it still has a role as a kind of unofficial brand anthem. They carried on using it on their safety video, even after 2011. And there's a version of it on their boarding music. So British Airways always has LACME at its disposal whenever they need it. And that will still be true for a good many years yet. In fact, last year, in 2021, LACME made a surprise reappearance in full operatic glory in a BA commercial that almost got down on its knees and begged us to fly again after lockdown. We all have something that makes us fly. For us, it's you. In times of trouble, BA falls back on Lacme. It's warm and familiar and calls us home. But that kind of overt play for our emotions is now beginning to feel just a bit weird. And I'm sure they know it. Their new creative agency, Uncommon, hasn't made its first move yet, 
so it's anyone's guess what happens next, but I'd be amazed if LACME is on the agenda. Unless, of course, they turn it into a Sonic logo. What's the chance of that? So that's about where I want to leave it for this episode. I think I'll put my theme tune back the way it was. This podcast is brought to you by Adelphoi Music. Adelphoi Music is a production company based in the heart of London, connecting brands to their audiences through music and sound.